0: Hello, and welcome back to the Confidence Club podcast and the final episode of 2023. We're ending the year off with our book talk episode, the last one in this series. We have a lot to catch up on. Okay, first of all. I did it! I completed my Goodreads reading goal of reading 200 books. I literally finished it, like, maybe half an hour ago. It is December 31st, 10.35 a.m. when I'm recording this. (laughs) Talk about leaving things to the last minute. I have been behind on my reading goal for, like, a good chunk of the year because I had a reading slump, like, at the beginning of the year, and I guess I just never really caught up. I knew that I was going to hit the goal, like, I wasn't going to not hit it, but it was definitely, it definitely took some work, like, it, it took some work. I think for 2024, I'm going to set my goal at a hundred books just because I know that that's something that's doable without me having to push too much. And because reading shouldn't really be like, I'm not, I'm not considering like reading 200 books in a year, my biggest accomplishment. You know what I mean? Like reading is just supposed to be something fun, something to do to relax, to just like enjoy, you know, my time. And I feel like there was a lot of times this year where I was like literally stressed about reading because I was behind and I needed to catch up, and it led me to reading books that I didn't necessarily think that I would pick up if I didn't need to read it, or like dnf like not dnfing books that I didn't really love and just like powering through because I needed to count it in my reading goal. And I think that's just not the way that I want to approach reading because it's going to take the fun out of it for me. So I've decided to make my Goodreads goal 100 books. And I know to some people that might still be like, "That's a lot." Like, are you crazy? But I did that last year and I finished my reading goal in November. So I had lots of time and it wasn't like I was stressed. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't reading like to the literally the last day of the year just to get this goal complete. And so I, I think I'm gonna do that for next year. But anyways, before we can think about books for next year, because I have a lot that I'm excited to read, we need to do a reading wrap-up of 2023. So I'm gonna go over briefly the books that I read in December. I'm gonna be honest there was probably like one series that really stood out the rest of them are just kind of there you know what I mean like the rest of the books were really just (laughs) a chore kind of most of them to read but not all of them not all of them that's a lie some of them are actually pretty good but there was a lot of them there that I definitely wouldn't recommend people reading or like I wouldn't read them again and I wouldn't have read them if I didn't need to (laughs) I'm just being completely transparent here guys. So, yeah, we're going to quickly go through that, and then I want to share just a bit of a reading wrap-up from the year because I saw this TikTok of somebody who did that. It's almost like a Spotify-wrapped of their reading, and I guess that there's um, there's a website that you can connect your Goodreads to, and it gives it to you, so I did that, and I'm going to share that with you in the episode. And then I also want to talk about some of my top favorite books and top authors of the year as well. So let's get through the December reading List. So, I read 29 books. That's probably, like, some sort of all-time record for me of how many books I read in a month. So, I mean, that is pretty cool, but again, like, not really my biggest accomplishment in life. So, anyway, let's get into it. So, I read a lot of thrillers because I've, if you listen to the November episode, you know that I have taken a liking to them. <clears throat> and, they're also the kind of books that, like, I can just read those pretty fast just because I can't put them down. So it's just, that's just, like, a natural thing for me. Like, I'm already a decently fast reader, but I actually like those books, so it makes me want to read them more. So the first two that I read were by Frieda McFadden, and I gave them both four stars, Want to Know a Secret and The Perfect Sun. I really like her writing style, so I'm not surprised that I was a fan of these two books. In the last episode, I talked about how I just started reading her books, and she's probably one of my favorites for this genre to read. So I'm looking forward to reading more of her books. I think there's a third book in the Housemate series. I believe it comes out next year, so that will definitely be on my TBR. But I'm excited to keep reading books from her. The next book I read was Everyone Here's Lying by Shari Lapina. This one I gave four stars. This was a pretty good book, too. It was kept me on my toes I got this from the library from the from the rapid read shelf and basically anytime there's a book on that shelf you know that it's like either really popular or it's just really good because you can't take it out for as long as the other ones so that book did not disappoint I really liked it and I would wouldn't mind reading more of her books in the future next up I read The Neighbor's Secret by Ellison Heller this book I gave three stars honestly I didn't really like it there was a lot going on like the The book kept switching between, like, I don't even remember, like, five, six different points of views. Like, it was crazy because it was, like, every neighbor was getting, like, you know, their story. And it wasn't, like, them talking in first person. It was, like, the third person. But there was just a lot of things going on. Or second person, whatever it is. There was just a lot of things going on. So it was like, if you weren't fully paying attention, it was kind of hard to follow and remember all the characters. And also the ending, I was just like, no, I'm not really here for this. Like, absolutely not. Next, we had The Beach House by Nina Manning. This book I also gave three stars. This book also uh, bounced between four point of views and two time periods, which I kind of liked. I do like that. And this one was a little bit easier to follow than the other one. But it did take me a little bit longer to read because I kind of kept putting it on the back burner because the story itself was just kind of boring. Like I wasn't really into it. It wasn't really that exciting. And for a thriller, it didn't have me like in a chokehold, you know, like I wasn't like sitting on the edge of my seat. I was kind of just like, okay, I'm almost done this. Please tell me this book is almost over. Next up, I read The Catastrophe Test by N.J. Barker. This was a novella, and you guys know how I feel about novellas. I don't love them, but I did need to read some of them because, like, I was behind on my reading wall. But this one was good. This one was really good. I think I like the psychological thriller novellas. And the thing with this is it was written well enough that even though it was short, you still got enough of a story. That's one of the things I don't like about novellas is, like, especially with romance ones, it's always, like, this insta-love, which I don't love. But the thriller ones are pretty good. I read another one. I gave that one four stars. I read another thriller one called The Break-In by Dan Clark. And this one I gave three stars. It wasn't as good. But for a novella, it was not too bad. And it didn't take me too long to read. So that was a plus. (laughs) I read that last night. Not going to lie. And then the last one I read, the last thriller I read, was The Resort by Sue Watson. This is a book I finished this morning. So it was my 200th book. And I gave this book three stars it was all right. This one also bounced between a whole bunch of point of views. But honestly, I couldn't even, like, keep track of who was married to who. And also, I hated all the husbands. Like, they were all terrible. I hope I'm never married to, any like, anyone like them. So, yeah. Also, I was, like, I got to the end of the book and I'm like, okay, there needs to be an epilogue or something. Because we literally haven't found anything out. There was all these things that happened and you haven't given a solution to any of them. And then all of it's shared in the epilogue. And... It was kind of crazy because I will say that this book did keep me on the edge of my seat. Like it was definitely a lot more intriguing to read because there was so much going on and every chapter finished off with the person's point of view. So it's like now you need to wait like two chapters to see what they're going to say next about it. But yeah, overall, I didn't love the characters. So that's why I gave the book three stars because I was like, yeah, I don't want to be any of you. And I don't want to be married to any of you. Okay, next category, we had novellas, of course. Okay, so I read a lot of like holiday ones because I feel like it's just kind of weird to read a Christmas novella in like the middle of the year, but when it's the holidays, it's definitely a good time too, and it's more festive. And I was hoping it would put me more in the festive spirit, but like I said, I don't love novellas, so honestly, it didn't really do that. They just kind of felt like a drag to read. All of them got three stars except for two that got two stars. So I'll go through them really quickly with you because honestly, I don't really want to spend too much energy on these books. <laughs> so the first one was the Na- the Labor Day Chronicle by Lee Jacket. This was a two star book. And it's so weird. I've talked about this in episodes before. You might ask, like, why do you keep reading books by her if you don't like them? Because there was two of her novellas that were, like, so good. Like, so good for a romance novella. And then the rest sucked. And I don't really understand because it's the same person writing the books. And you just... You just... How is it not the same? I started one of her other books, but then I had to stop because it was, like, a going to be a stepbrother kind of thing. And I was like, I'm sorry. like. I'm just going to say it right now. I don't condone that. Like, I'm not about to read this, read these spicy scenes between you and your stepbrothers. <laughs> next up, we had Love by Design, a blind date holiday novella by Samantha Christie. I give this book three stars because it was pretty good. Like, it was good. It was cute. A nice little holiday ro- romance. Nothing too special. But if you were looking for one, obviously not now because it's literally New Year's. Then you could add it to your list for next year if you needed a book to get you through. Then I read A Holiday Homecoming by J.L. Bond, three stars again. Just kind of one of those, like, it was okay but didn't change my life books. Merry Christmas Eve Eve by Jennifer Nice, three stars. This book, I didn't actually really like this one. No, wait, no, that's not this one. No, s- storybook. I don't even remember what this one. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Okay, the next one, Storybook Christmas by Tara Weiss. Maybe this was the one I didn't like. I gave this one three stars. Yeah, I think this is the one I didn't like, if I remember... No, this one... It was... Like, there was enough about it that made it okay, but overall, no, I didn't love it. I didn't like the main character. She was kind of annoying. Then I read Midnight Drop by Lee Jacket. This one was a step up from the Labor Day Chronicle, like I said, but definitely not her best work. It is a kind of a cool one to read now, because Midnight Drop, it's New Year's Eve, so if you need one book to get you through, maybe read that one just for kicks, but yeah, it's not going to change your life. Then I read The Billionaire's Brat by Crystal Dawn Harris last night, and... The there were some parts that were good enough to make it a good book because I could save it for like, you know, you know what I mean. But the every time he said the word brat, I was kinda like turned off. I was like, ew, I don't love it. But there was enough in the book that made it okay for me to keep it up there in the three stars. And then I read another book by her, Lipstick, New Year by Crystal Don Harris. This was two stars. This was terrible. I was only reading this to help me complete my goal. Okay, let's move into the good books of the year, okay? I mean, a month, okay? Because this series, this series has been on my TBR all year long, and it did not disappoint. And that was the Shatter Me series by Tahereh Mafi. Almost every single book, was all the books were five stars. The novellas were four stars, except for the last one that was three stars. Hands down, this was one of the best series i've read all year i love the fantasy fiction category i loved the characters actually at first i didn't love Juliet. like in the first book she was kind of like getting on my nerves but then as you go through i just developed so much respect for her all the side characters kenji is the best this guy's so funny i love him warner I understand why he's the king of book talk, like, please, please, and I'm already a fan of blondes, like, you didn't even have to convince me with that one, oh, and I'm sorry, but there were so many things that just kept happening, I was like, I thought, I thought he was dead, no way, he's back, what, all, the whole reestablishment, all of the, like, the, the kids having superpowers, like, it was so good, this book had me in a chokehold, like, I read this whole series so fast. I'm not even kidding. I think every single book I read in two sittings. I either started at night and finished it in the morning or I started in the morning and finished at night. Like, I could not wait to get back to it. I actually, I was like, okay, I'll buy one book at a time. I, I bought the first book. And then as soon as I finished it, I ordered the next one. And then I ordered the next one. And then I went to um, a bookstore by my grandparents' house and I bought the rest of the series flat out. The lady was like laughing because I literally came in for one book and I left with three, but I was like, no. No, I need it. I need it. I read all the novellas on PDFs just because I didn't feel the need to buy those ones, but this series, oh my gosh. Like, highlight, highlight, like, this off... Everything about this series, and on top of that, it's a young adult one too, so usually I'm like, "Uh, I don't know if I'm going to love that. No, it was worth it. It was so good. It was so good. Then, with the final two books of the... Month, I read one romance book, Too Much Temptation by Lori Foster. This book got two stars. I really should have put this after the novels because I don't like closing off on a bad review. But this book was not good. I, I was expecting so much more from it. It had been on my reading list for months, and I was like, I can't wait to read it. And then I read it and I was like, this was bad. And then the last book I read was in the personal growth category, Let That Go by Nina Priwa and Kate Pitru. Three stars. Honestly, right now, I'm really keen on getting my personal development dosage from podcasts, but if I had to read books, like, there are still a couple of highlights. This is a pretty good one, especially if you're new to the personal development scene, because I feel like it touches on a lot of things. But if you've been in it for a while and you've read a lot of personal development books, sometimes it starts to get really repetitive. It's, like, the same kind of content all the time, and this was kind of like that for me. But um, if I had read it at a different time, I might have seen it a little bit differently. Okay, now let's get into our book reading wrap-up, like, our book. Our books wrapped uh because like I said I found this website that does it for you and it puts it in like a in like a what's it called like Spotify kind of format so I'm gonna share this with you and then I also before I knew about this I made my own kind of little like rap reading wrapped where I just went through all the books I read and I picked out who I think my top authors were like some of my favorite ones from the year and then also my top books I was originally going to share like all the books that I gave five stars but that was just too much because there was actually a decent amount which was good but and also like that's just kind of boring so I wanted to share just my top three books with you my top three books that changed reading for me and my top five favorite authors but before that let's get into my books wrap so my year in books in 2023 I read 200 books 81,296 minutes were spent reading in 2023. My top genres were romance. I read 119 romance books. Contemporary, I read 87 contemporary books. And nonfiction with 39 books. My top author was Terafei Mafi. And my reading vibes was enchanting. Some of my five-star reads were Defy Me, by Terry Her- Ray Maffey, Restore Me by Terry Ray Maffei, and Ignite Me by Terry Ray Maffey. Now, I will say this is a little bit unfair that those are the first three books that come up because I had other five star books that weren't part of this series. But I think it's because those are the last, the last three five star books I read. But yeah, that's my year in books according to my books wrap. Now, in my own summary, my top books I think were number one, Girls That Invest; number two, The Shatter Me series; and number three. The Akatar series, those are just like three of the like I have a lot of books that I reread from 20 in 2023 from 2022, but I didn't want to include those because even though those are some of my favorite books, like they've already had their time to shine. But I think if I look back on 2023, like these are three of the key books and book series that were some of my favorites from this year. Now, if I'm talking about books that changed reading for me, number one would be also Girls That Invest. That book just really helped me. Put me on a better pack with, path with my finances, which I'm really grateful for because I feel like now is the time I want to be working on that. I'm actually about to reread it at the beginning of January too because I want to apply the things that she's talking about in that book now. Number two, The Housemaid, because that got introduced me to because that introduced me to psychological thriller books, which now I'm a really big fan of. And number three, The Agarthor series, because that got me in a fantasy fiction. Now, with my favorite authors, we have five. Number one, Taylor Jenkins Reid. Obviously, I reread all my favorite books from her this year, plus a couple of ones I hadn't read before. I'm a really big fan of her writing writing style. Somebody asked me the other day, you know, I'm trying to get into reading it in January, what is one book that you'd recommend, one fiction book that you'd recommend, and I told her The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, that's one of my favorite all-time books, and I will take no criticism from it, if you have anything bad to say from, about it, I will not listen, you cannot talk to me poorly about that book at all, that book has literally every single thing you could want in a book, and I love it so much, number two, Elsie Silver, I read two of her book series is this year and she had a lot of new books that came out so i'm obsessed with her she's one of my favorite romance authors i love the chestnut spring series if you're looking for romance books i highly recommend reading that one plus it's based in canada and so is she so obviously you got to support the fellow canadians Number three, Lauren Asher. She also had a book that came out this year that I love, Final Offer, as well as Love Redesigned, which is on my TBR for 2024 because I have it downloaded, but I have not read it yet. I love her books too, the Dirty Air series, the billi- the Billionaire series, all of them. I'm a big fan of her writing style as well, so I'm looking forward to reading more of her books in 2024. Number four, Sarah J. Mass, the author of the ACOTAR series. Like I said, this book really changed reading for me because it introduced me to fantasy fiction which I absolutely love. I think there's something fun about reading books that are like absolutely have absolutely nothing to do with your own reality because it really just takes you to another place and this this series was everything. And number 5 Terry Maffei, because the Shatter Me series also changed my life. It really enhanced my love for f- fantasy fiction books and she did such a good job with this. I love the characters, I love the plot, I love the books and I was just an overall a really big fan of her writing with that we have come to the end of our 2023 reading wrap-up series episode books of 2023 we're all wrapped up now i am so excited to see what happens to 2024 in general like this has nothing to do with reading just in general but also you know what i read in 2024 i think there will be more book talk themed episodes coming in the new year maybe in a different format but you can expect to hear me talking about them still because i absolutely love them i hope you completed your reading goal if you haven't yet today's your last day and you absolutely got this i'm cheering for you i believe in you and i'm so excited to chat more with you spend more time with you in the new year i hope you all have a safe and happy new year's eve and i will chat with you soon in 2024 bye